the liquor room. See, there's a whole lot of thoughts when I step up in the stew and approach this mic. It really sounds different when you're lying. Yes, people, Football from the Bleachers is on Twitter. Follow us at FFTB3 underscore and get all the interactions that we have online and all the latest news from all the leagues around the world. Also, send us your questions and we're happy to get back to you. Yes, people, we're back. Football from the Bleachers. I'm your host, Rymo. I've got my good friend in the studio as usual, co-host of the Mohost, Big Shaq. What are you saying? Uh-huh. Just there, taking it easy. No, one. Unfortunately, we, we're missing the blue top milk, brother, today. But, you know, we, we move, we move, we move. <laughs> too much, too much blue top, I think. That's why he's probably cramp up at the moment. But, you know, shout out. Hopefully he gets speedy recovery to, to SB, Sean himself, you know. Streets are saying that a man caught a nil-nil and he got ghost. <laughs> Some say he weren't happy with the performance. That's why he's not here today, man. It's sad times out there, but you know, since what was your stat that you told me off air? Since um that loss win for Arsenal against City, they haven't won a game in 2022. Loss win is crazy stuff. It's the first the first ever time you can lose and win at the same time. Never seen that before. But since then, was it four four L's or something? Yeah. Yeah, three or four L's. I, I mean what nah, two, in today, the, but... two in two in the Carib- or one in the Caribbean because they drew the first one, didn't they? Um, yeah, but they got knocked out. Um, they lost the second game. Was it 2-0 in the end? Or 2-1? Yeah, 2-0 last uh, Thursday. And then they, they lost the Forest. Yeah, no no dubs in three, three or four. Yeah. And then, uh, it's, been, it's been a bit of a rough one for them because um, we'll talk about that mini table that we call top four race in a minute. Or could you say top three, four race? Because, you know, Chelsea are not really cementing that spot at the moment, even though, you know, we're going to get into what they did today. But I just feel like it's still open for, you know, Someone to go in a little run, potentially, and um, shake up third and fourth, not just fourth. But yeah, you know what it, you know what it is? As you said, we'll get into it more, but bro, the teams just ain't good enough. You see when men say go on a run, the teams ain't good enough. <laughs> it is, it's just not, you understand? But as you said, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about um, Chelsea Tottenham. On my sheet, I actually had Tottenham winning 2-0. I don't know why I'm bugging out. Um, in, in my head, you know, I probably thought Tottenham won. But it's pretty straightforward for Chelsea um, tonight. I want to say straightforward because it was evident. We talked about it off air, how nasty it was of Tottenham to go with six defenders and, and, and stem, stem a game plan of, you know, just defend for your lives, keep it tight, and then nick a goal. So what's your thoughts about Conte's formation then, Shaq? They deserved it, though. You deserve to lose. You start a game with six defenders on. Five and a half, depending on how you uh, class Sessegnon. But mm-hmm. ultimately, you got about six, I say, six defenders on the pitch. Though. And then on top of that, away from your two strikers, you have a centre mid pairing of Hoiberg and Winks. That's like, I don't know what you're expecting from that, from that performance, from that eleven, other than defend for what ninety minutes. Get a set piece in the ninety first, and then Harry Kane makes a header or something, or do you know what I'm saying, or a, or a penalty. Mm. 
I don't know how you putting that lineup together and saying, yeah, we can. I don't even know if you want to think it's a control game, but yeah, we can compete at least in a black bruv. The thing is, Chelsea's not even that good, bro. Like, if it was, if you're playing at Anfield or if you're playing against City, I'm not a fan of it anyhow, but I can understand it, innit? They're, they're mm. juggernauts. They're the two best teams by far in the league. One of the uh, two of the best teams in Europe. Cool. You want to, as man said, defend for 90 minutes and maybe nick it. I got no real issue with that, you know what I'm saying, against them two teams. But against Chelsea, bro, come on, man. Yeah, they're probably the third best team in the league, but they can be got at, you understand? If you have a little bit of, show a little bit of, I don't even know what the word is, but a little bit of heart, a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, go for it a bit, bro. Yeah. A man, a man started with six fucking defenders, bro, that's nasty. For me, like I, I look at the team, he, he talked about, I think, before the match started in this uh, pre match conference, um, in terms of like you know, him missing players, um, that are obviously of a more attacking um sense. Because as you can see, um, he had Son out and he's been screaming in the press conferences that he needs reinforcements because he's he's saying this team is not levels. Do you agree this Tottenham team is not levels and they're they're way behind where they was when Poch was there? They're not levels by uh, player quality. Like when, when Potts was there, <laughs> a lot of the same players were there, bro. But they were you had you had a Harry Kane firing. Mm. You had a Delhi Ali on good form. Well, Ericsson's not there anymore. But you had um, Eric Dyer, who I've never rated, but he was performing at a decent enough level. Like it was it was he was in the England squad. Once again, I don't think he probably has been in it, but you know what I'm saying? Like he was born at a decent enough level. Mm. Um Lloris as well. Oh, he's just a couple of years older, and obviously he's probably gonna slow down with age anyway. Um you had the Tongan and uh Aldevero. So yeah, player quality may, is mainly the issue, but come on, bruv. He had Lucas on the bench for and then he ended up bringing him on. He had mm. Brian. You had that Brian Gill guy. And yep, when, he, when, he, when, he, when he came on, they said he's never started. Fair enough, but it's like the Arsenal thing last week, isn't it? Or two weeks ago when they cancelled their game with Tottenham. And with other teams anyway, but it's like, I'm not talking about you ain't got enough players, bro. You put the young ones in, isn't it? Mm. They ain't got to play the full 90, bro. But for me, some, anyway, there's some serious dope youngsters that Tottenham have. I'm not going to lie. Even in the under 18s, there's a couple to look out for. Like, uh, in terms of like centre mids and right backs and you know forwards, a couple of them that are coming through the ranks that they have, and it's it's that whole thing of a lot of them end up going out on loan, and then they end up going maybe League Two clubs, League One playing first team there, and mm. it's time for those kind of clubs like Tottenham if they really want to build for the future. I think they should start including like people like Dane Scarlett. Obviously, we saw him what last season or season before that getting some game time. Um, but there's a few other like youngsters coming through, man, that you should like just take a chance on. I think personally. the only thing with Dane is a bit difficult is because you've got Harry Kane striker. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Unless unless he gets injured or they shot him, but I mean, obviously, during the season, unless he gets injured, really and truly, he's not going to get no minutes. Mm. But obviously, they've had that. I think he's probably played the majority of games in the in that uh, conference team, but obviously, they're out of that. So, yeah, yeah, 
uh, yeah, probably FA Cup if they get a shit, if they get an easy draw, you'll probably see him. But Premier League wise, he probably ain't gonna touch pitch, mm. unfortunately. Obviously, they got Son there as well, so because he probably play Son striker if Kane ain't there. Do you know what I'm saying? You'll yeah. do something like that. But yeah, man, I don't know. It's just a bit of a, just a bit of a. It was a, it was a weird, weird team selection, bro. Because you had as I said, like Lucas was there. You got Delhi Ali. Obviously, there's some sort of situation or whatever going on there. But talking about yeah, there's no son there. Like, you played Delhi Ali. The thing is, I'm thinking about it now is like, what are you gonna get from him? Mm-hmm. And bruv, I, I saw six defenders on the pitch bro, <laughs> with Winks and Hoiberg. Like that's nasty, bro. That's nasty to me. Mm. But bruv, Kane and Bergwijn just said, "Fuck it, man, ain't coming out second half." Unless you take man off, because what are you expecting us to do up here, bro? How are they getting the run ball? channels? Run, run, li- that's literally it. Run bro, channels, nah, hustle, man. bustle. They, yeah, they came to, as I said at the beginning, to sit, soak it up, nick a goal. And I mean, let's talk about Harry Kane's goal, though. We, we, we spoke off air again, like how soft it was in terms of, I think for me, Thiago Silva's played experience there. And that's. I can't say it's man versus boy because Kane is a is a big man now, but it's just experience at the highest level from Thiago Silva there, knowing that some sort of contact is coming and you just play off of it. Yeah, it's what we we like men give credit for Pep when he coaches his team and stuff. It's it's the dark arts, isn't it? Mm. So obviously this ain't that nasty and that, but it's just like little things like as I said, personally, I don't really like the decision in terms of Obviously, if a man's push man properly, then cool, but just a little nudge and man go flying. I always hate it, bro. I hate it for enough players. And when the decisions don't go their way, mm. I like it because I'm like, good, bro. I hope you feel like a leader. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's no need that. Be a man and stand up on your feet and, or, or, do you know what I'm saying? Go shoulder to shoulder with men. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. But more time, men want to throw themselves on the floor and get the free kick. I hate that shit, but so that was kind of the. Uh, the, the case in this situation but obviously it worked in Thiago Silva's favour but for me it was, it was a it was a soft one he looked like he didn't he, he didn't anticipate where the ball was going mm. probably would have tried to readjust his feet and then say like if the ball still got the cane he might have been there to get a block in but obviously he went to he went to the floor in it so decent finish from Kane but Personally, I would like to see him go in it. But. Yeah, they made it very interesting, man. In terms of like, what do Tottenham do? Do they just sit back? Do Chelsea change their system? But it kind of like you know fell into their hands, Chelsea. In terms of, like, but he probably would have brought in another centre back. He could. Yeah, he had he had Joe back. Roden on the bench to be fair. He had yeah, Jameson. but he would have brought him on a half time of the fucking Charlotte. <laughs> bro, I bro, man had six. Bro, that's almost as bad as fucking. He was Allegri. Juve, we didn't play Chelsea. We mm. played four centre mids on the pitch, bruv. Yeah. In midfield. That was, yeah, it's almost as bad as that, nah, man. Nah. This is bad. This is worse than that, bro. Even Simeone, when he does that as well, when he was on the course to win those titles and that, he was playing four centre mids. Bruv, <laughs> do it, bro. Even that like, Jose's done it six, six defenders. I don't understand, bro. I don't like, you want to play 90 minutes of football just defending. That is nasty. It's nasty, man. Mm. His philosophy obviously was if you don't lose, or if you don't concede, sorry, 
you don't lose the game, kind of thing. Oh, that mentality is so booky because what happens now when you concede, bro? Yeah, game, game, game. That's, can why, go that's, why, that's why I hate it, bro, because it's like, okay, so you play however more defenders or whatever, but your whole idea or outlook on the game is we're nothing, everything's going to go to plan, basically. Mm. So nothing's going to go that I, don't, that I haven't envisioned going wrong. And then, as I say, I'm going to make a sub in the 60th or 75th minute and they're going to come on and, you know what I'm saying? That's mm. like, you're giving yourself, like, the, 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 um, what do you call it? The probability of these things happening are so small, bro. So like, what's the point? And I'd rather always lose a game going for it bro, than being a pussy and then afterwards, like, what if? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I agree on that one, definitely. Um, some managers just think it's a cry for help because they said it as well in terms of, like, conversations uh, during the, st- st- um, the stadium warm-up and whatnot. Like, he's showing that, oh, um, I need players instead of him actually using the players because I just looked at the bench um, a few times when we was talking and I'm just like they have Lucas Mora they have Brian Gill or Gilles sorry and then they have Dane Scarlett they're not really going to come off the bench and light it up like Son would if I'm being honest like maybe Lucas Mora finds himself in the box gets a little goal you know Bergwijn did it against Leicester but he started today he did nothing Maybe you could say he was dealt a bad hand because he's, he's against three, four centre-backs and it's him and Kane. So he's consistently outnumbered there, 4v2 or 3v2. So you nah, kind of say, you know, he's been all, dealt a bad hand. It's all about balance, bro. Do you understand? So when you've got a more balanced team, because, bro, I think that the team definitely looks better if you've got Bergwijn and fucking Lucas on the wings and Kane in the middle, bro. And yeah, yeah. He's in the mid. And even then you can tell Kane, okay, cool. Do your number 10 thing today and then mm. just have Bergwijn and Lucas running in behind. Yeah. And yeah. seen that before, you understand? Because mm. now you've got Kane dropping a bit deeper. So it's like you will, you've almost got a diamond in midfield, depending on how you like uh what's it called, lined up. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like obviously the Kane at the top of the diamond, but you obviously give him the license to drop deep and then maybe get him behind, but you, you don't have to get him behind. And then you've got the two wide. Wide kind of strikers, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. will start start wide and then run inwards. Oh hey. Oh. In terms in terms of like um Chelsea shape, then I mean they had um a bit of a mixed match. You didn't really know what they're gonna come out with. I mean, two still talked about Tottenham shape, not knowing if they're gonna go with a six or five. And but Chelsea's one was quite interesting in terms of like it, it almost looked like a four-two-two-two in possession in a way, because they had Hudson Odoi really wide. They had um, Mason Mount like running from deep into those spaces. Um, they had Ziyech floating in the middle. It was very interesting. It, it, it changed a lot during the, during the game in terms of like Jorginho was obviously holding at the base. Kovacic was playing kind of as a advanced or sort of like you know box to box kind of man. And could I say it was a four two three one or four three three in in attack? I don't know because um, Saar. Looked like he played a lot left back today. Um, I think it was. I think it was maybe a four-three-three. Mm. To be honest, with Mason Mount with the license to inf- like make the run from do the Lampard thing, mm. you know what I'm saying? Which he's probably dreamt about all his life. But yeah, <laughs> he probably got yeah because it seemed like Ziyech was on the right and Hudson was on the left, and then yeah. as you said Mason was doing that box-to-box thing or the third-man run team, and then. 
as you say, Kovacic and Jorginho just kind of supported the players. Right? Mm. They never had what, what it is, though, with Saar and Azpilicueta, they don't have that threat that they do with uh, James and Chilwell. Even with Alonso, Alonso's shit in it, but you get more of a threat with them too because Saar is a centre-back playing left-back. Yeah. So he, he ain't making overlapping runs. And I noticed a few times when Hudson had it one-on-one where you would have Alonso or Chilwell making the overlap to try to give Chilwell uh, a bit of space to take on his man or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go on the inside. He didn't, he didn't have the opportunity, bro. So a lot of times he might have been passing it back because he's, I think Tangango clamping, you know what I'm saying? Like in, mm. in a muscle team, you know what I'm saying? So he probably needed that overlapping run to give him a bit of space and he can kind of drink in that. And then actually the is kind of the same thing. But he, he will go up a bit more because he's a natural he's a natural right back in. Yeah. He's more of a defensive right back, he's more of a run the sack attack, you know what I'm saying? Of course, better delivery going forward. Yeah, I'm not, not comparing them. I'm just talking about their games. Like it's more defensively inclined and attacking. Like yeah, mm. like fucking Cancelo or Trent. Oh, yeah, no, he's, uh, yeah, he's more of a defensive. You like one Bissaka, but I ain't, I ain't comparing them. No way, bro. Fucking Eddie. I don't, I don't even talk about that, you, bro. You don't, you don't make elevens no more. So I ain't gonna worry about him no more. What's interesting is that. Um... The VAR decision, um, just to have a look at in terms of um, Saar and Doherty um, incident, where you know when you slow it down, it looks very very disgusting. But in essence, it was just a poorly timed tackle. That on another day, you could get a yellow. But the angle that the referee standing at, the angle that's happened at, unless it's a red card, you can't really now pull out a yellow card. So, so what did you think about that decision well, to no. not give any card and just give? Uh, normal play. I won't. I don't remember that, bro. I mean, yeah, it's just a, it's just an incident in the first half where Sars come, I think, come across, took a touch. He's going towards the touch line, but then uh, he went, goes with his left foot and you know, kind of takes his ankle and it looks like his ankle turns and hits the ground. Mm. But in real time, when I first saw it, I didn't see anything wrong. I thought he just like you know rolled his ankle naturally. But yeah, when you saw the replay, Dorothy went into a, a little bit of a a little bit late. A li- yeah, a little um, bit late, a tasty tackle. But um, yeah, for me, I was just saying, on reflection, if you slow it down, it looks bad, but I don't think it was a card. It's just a poor time time to tackle. Bro, and if the know, referee sees you know it, it's yellow. You know what it is, yeah? It's just, bro, all these like discussions about things, yeah? bro, it's the inconsistency of these referees in this country. They're so fucking shit with the decisions that they make. One, mm. bro, you, whatever the card was or no card in this situation, You'll get a different. Obviously, different referees are going to give different. Are going to have different interpretations of certain incidents in it. Yeah. Cool. But you see, like certain things that you've seen a man give a card for one time, or you know, it is like the certain due process, bro. So one decision, the referee. I mean, the VAR will send a man to the screen, and the exact kind of same kind of play. You walk you in a different game. The VAR is not telling the ref to go look at it. Bro. It's like, what's going on? Because yeah, human in VAR, even as I said, even though it's different interpretation, because it's still people controlling their fucking technology, mm. human have seen it multiple times. So, as I said, when you're seeing it in real time, sometimes you've got to give refs a bit of slack because real time and the angle that they are, they might not be able to see something. But the VAR, you can see multiple replays, different angles. 
Mm. And if in this, if you said a man, oh, enough time we've seen, well, especially from last year, it's like they're trying to cut down on these, um, these not intentional, but kind of dangerous tackles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you've seen a lot of men get red cards where it's like, oh, they didn't, they you know they didn't mean to do that, but it was just that they were a bit late or they were a bit higher. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And they've set men off. So in this situation, as you said, you didn't see nothing wrong with it, but the way like I've seen tackles that, like, yeah, on the, from, on, the, on the eye, you think, yeah, it's a normal tackle. Like, yeah, man's just gone in, gone in hard or whatever, no fire. But then the VAR's looking at it and the man's got sent off. So mm. like, in this situation, why is it not the same? No, I totally agree. I mean, let's, let's talk about Ziyech's, um poster stamp goal. Um, is he due one of those, man? Because <laughs> he's a funny player. I mean, he, not too long ago, he's watching him play for Ajax and actually destroying teams single-handedly. I think that was the time Tottenham went to the final and played Liverpool that season. And then I think after that, he went to Chelsea, right? Um, Mr. Edra rode himself, you know? You know where he's going right now, isn't it? Down there late two, night. Hey, two shisha things for him, bro. Mad. You know what's interesting as well? Because he, he wouldn't actually be playing if he didn't beef the Moroccan manager. So apparently, um, you know, they've said he's had a falling out with the, the, the Moroccan international manager. That's why he's not been picked to go and play in the AFCONs. And it's very interesting that he's slowly in the last couple of games started to pick up some sort of like, you know, decent form. Um, I don't know if it's by design or just the fact that certain people are not performing. So, you know, he must be getting into his bag or he's had a word with Tuchel. Tuchel had a word with him. Because when he was playing, he was getting dragged off after 60, 70 minutes. And I'm guessing by his body language, right, he said, well. you know what? I've had enough. Let me chat to him on a, on a level. And maybe he's nah, man. created a, a thing to, listen, if you want to be part of this team for 90 minutes consistently or whatever, 85 minutes, and then get taken off after a good performance, you need to be doing this, this, this. No, rightly so he was getting hooked, bro. He was doing nothing. He was doing this. Like, What's his proper yeah. position? Because, I don't know, can you compare him to Mahrez? Because they're sim- not similar, they're similar age bracket, right? Or Mahrez might be a year older than him. So, can you compare their games similar? Because not saying because they're from similar regions. Because obviously, one's, like, one's Algerian, one's Moroccan. But nah, the, the way they play, like with, you know, open flair and whatnot, they want to beat players. Is Ziyech a wide man? Or is he a 10? Or is he a, a, a 8? But advanced, what do you think he best suits? You know what, man? It's, it's techie because this is the Barclays, bro. And it's, it's, a, it's different everywhere in mm. any league of hospital. So you can think, yeah, cool, man's a, man's a winger or man's a number 10. But you come to the Barclays, bro, you're not getting that same space, that same time. All of them things that you, when you was able to jog in another country, you can't come here and try to move the same way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, man can say he's a 10, but from when I've seen him since he's been here, I would not trust him in number 10 in a month for Sundays because <laughs> he will get clamped. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah for Ajax, he probably could have done his thing, but not here. Bro. And he's just about able to do the winger thing here, fam. So, mm. I think he's probably best out there, but then your system needs to allow it to happen. So you don't want fucking ZX one-on-one, 1v1 with, with a player. Mm. Look, I'm more often than not, you know, I'm thinking, I'm taking my left back, it's going to clamp him. So then you've got to kind of have a possession team where 
you know what I'm saying? You've got to have a kind of system where it allows overload, it allows all of these things, players in and around him, he can play one. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You've got a striker that is that is mobile and don't just want to stand at the back post and put his arm up like certain man he's playing with today. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it's a it's a tricky one, isn't it? It's a tricky one, but he's a he's a he's a good player, isn't it? But he ain't no Mares, bro. I know they get compared because they're man of the same skin color and they're both left. <laughs> no, nah, just that when I was watching the game, I was like, you know what? In terms of like gameplay and things that he wants to do, obviously Mars looks much more sharper than him because he's had, to be fair, quite a few seasons in the Prem with Leicester and then obviously with Ch- uh, Ch- uh, not Chelsea City. So he's he's worked out what his bag is and what his bag isn't. I just don't think Ziyech has worked that out yet because obviously he's had different managers, whereas Mares hasn't. Mares no, was, was doing the same thing at Leicester, though. Yes, I'm saying, Mar- like, you know, the disruption in terms of being in the squad one minute and then you're not in the plans because, you know, he came on a, a Lampard flex, I believe it was. And then obviously Lampard's not there. And it's like he's got to get accustomed to the next man. And the next man didn't really favor him for a bit. And then he's now got to work his way in. So I'm thinking of the disruption in terms of maybe that might not be it, but they got to see what he, he's on. I think you're forgetting Mara's at Leicester, though. The guy, did he win PF? Did he win player of the year that year, bro? Oh, what, when they won the title? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Bro, Mares was jogging. And this is not Mares at City jogging. This is Mares at Leicester. Even though they yeah, won yeah. the league and what was the best team that year, bro, this is Leicester. So even when he's playing games, especially against the big teams, they're still second favourite. You know what I'm mm. saying? And he was jogging, putting up numbers, bro. ZX man ain't seen that type of it's probably more mental, isn't it? But I ain't like mental ability, like mentality and all that. But ZX don't seem like he's got that about him. Do you mm. know what I mean? He's got the he's got quality, and you've seen it today, like that was a that was a goal. That was a top class strike. And I trust ZX to do that. And a couple of times, like most games, ZX is trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? He's always mm. trying to cut in from the right and lick it. But no, nah, Mar- Mares is Mares is different gravy, bro. Different gravy. Different gravy. Uh, you can't compete. Uh, hey, I definitely hate you on based based on the facts. Uh, but let's talk about um the defending though for the goal, yeah, ZH's goal. Do you think Sesson should have stepped out and got a bit closer, or he was worried about the two runners on his left side? Mm. Yeah, see, I can't, I can't. Yeah. So my, my kind of interpretation on that was he, someone pref- preferably. Sessa Young, someone might disagree with me, but in terms of he was the closest man to affect something. He kind of gave him about five, six yards to kind of push it out on the left foot and then whip it top corner. And I feel like as a person that knows him, he's a left footer. So for me, you got to squeeze the gap, yeah. force him to go down the channel and then it affects the cross. I didn't ask you to give an overlap though. Yeah, yeah, there was two men on that side. That's what I'm thinking. From what do you, your interpretation, do you think he was more worried about the overlap? And that's why he kind of stood still instead of actually stepping out. Because Hoiberg was next to him on his right, uh, Cecil Young, um, and there was someone else, but no one actually stepped out to him. So it kind so of who, allowed him to do that. So if he's a left mid now, yeah. Mm. Where's and the left Ben Davis mid? tucked in a lot for that. No, but where's the, where's the left centre mid? Left the mid, yeah, Hoiberg was tucked in as well. So there's like a three in a small radius trying to so make him push the ball wide. See, even though you're saying Sessi Young, 
Since Young really is there to not let a man go on the outside, right? Yeah. And when the man comes inside, yeah, he should be up on up close him as well. But depending on how far he comes inside, you'd want your centre mid to come across. Mm. You understand? Now, obviously, I can't remember in my head right now, isn't it? And obviously, I might see this and be like, okay, right there. But I'm just thinking, like, off the top of my head, like, Sessiong stopping from going out wide. And then Aski's got done an overlap. And Sessiong's mm. gone with that. You'd want your left centre mid to come across, though. So maybe I might look at the centre mid more than. And say, yeah, uh, Hoiberg could have stepped out or, you know. Mm. Um, but I just think when I remember watching the frame, Sessiong was a little bit closer and then Hoiberg was still sliding. So he got there when he's pushed it to his left. So, so it's a, it's a wonderful goal, I'm not going to lie, but... No, nah, so to me, there's probably communication. Mm. Sessiong probably has to tell him, stay with the man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm coming in and I'm sliding. I'm he's sliding to the wing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's probably got to tell Sessiong, yo, go with the man. Yeah, I and think definitely like, follow the avoidable. Ball, basically. Yeah, bro. Or like, you know, Disrupting his shot would have been a little bit more. Maybe or, I'm being harsh, but or, as a coach, I'm just thinking. Or, or get, or as you say, get tight. Yeah, you know get closer. Because it just, just get closer. It just felt like there was just a bit too much space for him to just push it out of his left. And you know he's left footed, and mm. do that. But you know. Yeah, and he, he's all left as well. Um, what about the, the the lead up to the second goal, man? I mean, Eric Dyer was moaning about there being no foul, but to me, though, it was a foul, um, and they just defended that really poorly. Like <laughs> in the replay, if you watch. Your boy Davison Sanchez tried to clear it. He goes with his foot, not his head. And Thiago Silva just does what he does, you know. Bully man too. Yeah. yeah, Tottenham, yeah, bro. They just, yeah, this is mid that Conte can't can't work with still. You can't get jiggy with this type of mid because them centre backs are horrendous, bro. Davison Sanchez, yeah. I can't even think of something to say. Like, he's just shit, bro. He's just not it, bro. He's all. I don't even know because he doesn't even use like his, his physicality bro well. He doesn't mm. even use that well. So I don't even like you know like like Rudiger basically. I wouldn't think he's the best defender, but obviously, you know what we think, well, me and Sean think of him. But mm. like he at least uses his physicality to good decent effect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he gets stuck in. Exactly, bro. He gets stuck in. Obviously, if you outdo him, you outdo him, but physically he's gonna, you know what I'm saying? Let mm. you know, boom, you ain't it's not gonna be no easy thing. Davison Sanchez, when he tries to engage, bro, it's like he's not even there, bro. Man are still getting... Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, what the fuck do you even do, like? What you, I mean, what are you even good at, bro? Because mm. defending, like, being smart and being in the right place and all of that stuff, we already know that's that's an L, bro. That's not your team. But phys- phys- physically, it's like, you're not even there, bro. And Eric Dyer, we ain't got... Like, we know it is. He's only on it if you want to shout things at his brother. You know, and he wants to jump in the fucking stand for you. But other than that, we I don't know what Eric Dyer said. Because that time when I see him running into the, running into the fucking fans, because man was shouting at his brother, that's the most aggy I've seen him. You get mm. me? So he ain't on nothing else. He ain't it, it's, it's interesting because <laughs> in terms of like, people were heavily rating him before he came over. And there's a few clubs after him. I think Manchester United were one of them before they. Hugh Sanchez. Uh, yeah, Davison Sanchez. There's a few clubs looking man. at him. It was only because him and him and Delit were the set starting centre back mm. when he won the fucking Europa League. That's it, man. And he kind of had he kind of had San, he kind of um had Rashford in the headlock still. Mm. Like he he clamped Rashford that game still. But they both were young, innit? But 
obviously that's when you're young, that's when you're raw now. Now he, he must be at least at least like what 24, 26 now, bro. Mm. Must be. I think yeah, he's 26, 26, in and around that age. So Probably he's now, he's bro. technically in his prime. Come on, man. You've been doing the same shit, man, seen from when he first came, bro. Mm. Just looking higgy. So yeah, that's uh, why you can't trust fucking sofa score. Man gets 7.0, bro. See what I'm saying? Yeah, and you, and you think to yourself, you know what? Is that really his level? What's the fucking game, bro? Yeah, he's 25 still. So yeah. he's, he's in that kind of gap where you say, you know what? He needs to kick on. But I always look at players and think Prem is the highest of the highest, yeah? And we always have to think, obviously, German tax, Spanish tax or Spanish Liga, you know, it's not the same. It's only like three teams that win it every year or try and win it. The levels for him... I think he needs to be better with his feet, better with his decision making, and just better all around at commanding. Because I just, <laughs> you just don't, you don't really, bro. The three things bro, there already. Those are like the biggest things yeah. to be centre back, and he's not good at none of them. This is what I'm saying. He's just shit. Because uh, he'll, he'll, I'm sure a lot of people think he's decent, and that's because of his physicality. But it's like when he engages with men, he has not, he has none. Do you know what I'm saying? Men are still out, must, bro. All right, cool. Obviously, Lukaku's a big hit, yeah? Mm-hmm. And he's he's going to outmuscle most guys. But Lukaku had him on, like, had him on toast. Yeah. So, you see, like, all right, cool. You see, if if Rudiger played for Tottenham yeah? mm. and Lukaku was trying to roll him, yeah, he might roll him a few times, but a couple of times, he's not going to be able to go nowhere because Rudiger's going to engage, as man saying, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And let man know, boom, it's not no easy something. Oh, he was just, not even a ragdoll thing, because I don't think Lukaku was, was that dominant, but a couple of times it was just hella easy for him. It was like, bro, get close, like, let man. When he had that shot, it was a difficult angle. I think Lori saved it. Bro, he didn't even, bro, once he, he had the first touch, and then he went left and Lukaku went right. What's yeah, going on? Yeah, he rolled him nicely. Come on, bro. It was just like, you know. <laughs> That's that's you gotta to be top level defender there to to deal with these kind of top level forwards. Oh, he's just not he's not it. Mm. And I mean, what, what does do you think Conte is gonna get back in them, bro? Do you think Conte is actually gonna be like, yeah, I here's don't some peas he in in um, would, where where would you have seen him going if he didn't go there? Because I think what he was promised is more than what actually being let on to here because it, it clearly feels it's a project vibes and he's feeling that. Maybe a bit of sympathy if he hadn't been in this country before. You know, mm. we don't really know history like cool. But he was in this country for a couple of years, bro. Mm. So he knows like what Tottenham, as man said, the history of the of the Tottenham. Do you know what I'm saying? He knows it. Really. So I don't know what. And the squad is weaker than the one that he had before. I mean, mm. when he was last here. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As man said, like the centre backs are gone. They ain't got no centre backs. Like, um, the right back situation is a mess. The left back situation is a mess. Mm. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know why he would go there bro, to keep it up. It must be the fact that he's going to get a summer to re kind of jig his squad around. And if they can finish in the Europa or the Europa Conference spaces, that's not a bad season and maybe get to a decent position in terms of. FA Cup because um, Carabao's gone 
um, that Europa they messed up in. Um, clearly, to their kind of you know knowledge, it's probably a play the young boys in that, get them some European experience because the teams I was seeing them put out against certain teams they should be battering was yeah it was very very suspect. So I reckon you know they play um, in that kind of area. And then they say, boom, let's just secure five, six or seven and we rebuild. I don't know who would come and play in Europa Conference personally, but I think it's wide open. And that's what we're going to kind of talk about in terms of the, the fourth the fourth, or the race for fourth. Um, but let's, let's talk about um, Palace, though. Palace and Liverpool. <laughs> it's a 3-1 game, but I, I, I feel oh, sorry for Big Pat, man. I feel sorry for Big Pat. Because the, the thing is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust it's harsh. The thing is, it's harsh, but they only have themselves to blame. I agree because they did, they didn't take their chances, mm-hmm. and it's harsh more so because of the penalty decision. Because mm. I would have liked to have seen it be two one to ninety, like see what see what happens because the crowd were up for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once once they got the goal back, the crowd were up for it. To be honest, the second half, I don't think Liverpool posed any kind of threat. Zero. Other than, other than them being Liverpool, and obviously they can score any time. But they didn't really do nothing. They came out second half and it was like, I don't know. I would have thought, because them man uh, in the studio and that, them man were talking, oh, yeah, like they've been lucky. So they're 2-0 up. But I'm sure Klopp is going to get into them, let them know not to be, com- you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But it's like it was a, it was a complete opposite. And then, man, then, I don't know, but they were just so lax that Sean spoke about it a few times, like their high line. So it's, I don't know, man. They're going to live and die by this. Yeah, yeah 100%. I, I rate it to an extent. It's brave, but, but sometimes you have to uh, you have to recognise it and just, yo, chill. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. But yeah, man, it, they didn't, they needed it. Because luck, really and truly, it should have been at least 2-1 half-time. Yeah. Maybe even 2-2, bro, did you get so, yeah, man, I think it was harsh, but they should have taken their chances, you feel me? And that's the, the cutthroat league, few. isn't it? Yeah, yeah literally, bro, literally. I mean, literally. VVD pops up for, for a headed goal. Um, shocking defending by the Palace um, defenders in terms of, as you saw in, in, in terms of the replay, <laughs> Slup or Slup, Slup, however you say it, apologies, um, you know, exactly. clearly I'm, I'm ran across. At, I'm looking at Anderson more, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, because he what no energy to kind of at least force Bro, himself to stay me, with it. At corners, I always look at who's got man first. Mm. Always, whoever has man first. Because you see, when once the ball's kicked, that's when it's kind of mayhem. Like the, the attackers are always gonna move and try certain things to get away from you. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I look at it, I look at the defender and look at where you concentrate on your man. What are you doing? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Because yeah, you I could be next to Van Dyke. And I have him, but then when the ball's kicked, obviously Van Dyke is gonna do it. He's gonna hit, try hitting me with a hezzy or something. Yeah, yeah. I need to be. I need to. I need to focus on that. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. But you see a lot of man. Obviously, sometimes the strikers in the wrong in defensive areas, so obviously they're gonna fall asleep a lot more in it. Mm. But you always notice. Oh yeah, man's falling asleep. He's let man get the run, and then you see man's got a free header and shit. You feel me? Yeah, and then you are so, like, yo. Yeah. So I look at Anderson, even though he went past Schluck. Look, I can't remember, but I'm sure he had an area. I don't know if he had a man. And then once he, this always happens as well. When a man's gone away from man, you see the defender always more time behind their same player. 
Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what it was. Anderson was behind, I think. You see Anderson with his hands behind him on a slaps, on a switch back. So it's like, bro, you got bamboozled. Because, you know, he wasn't even close enough to him, bro. No, no, he wasn't. It was like he was standing to him and then he's gone around the back of Schluck rather than being aggressive and saying, fuck, I'm staying with him. I'm going to go literally, I'm going to try to be as tight to him as possible. You feel me? Yeah. And then Van Dijk's got a fucking free head of him. It's, it's bad for me, so personally. You know what's interesting as well in terms of um, uh, early goal? It, it kind of humbled the crowd because they were, they were quite up for it. And yeah. it, it kind of felt like the goal came out of nowhere in a sense of, there was nothing oh, yeah. to say that, you know, Liverpool was mad on top. Like, they were Liverpool, innit? You know, you said earlier, Liverpool are Liverpool. They're going to create chances because mm-hmm. they're just them. Their they're di- um, DNA, sorry, not dynamism. Uh, their DNA just allows them to do so. But um, what they clocked, what I realised they clocked um, Palace in the second half, is what they really did well was the fact that they played that ball from back to front quickly. And they caught Ooh. out Liverpool with the back line. Being That's very how you've got to beat them, bro. That's how you've got to deal with them because... They're the pressing masters in the league. Mm-hmm. And if you try to do the, the play thing, you've got to be at the high, high level to do mm. that. If not, you just got... And, and now, not even now, but obviously with this high line, uh, play the ball quickly up the field, but with quality and not just up the... You've got to play it in certain areas, isn't it? Mm. So I noticed even in the first half, they were trying to get in behind Matic and uh, Trent. Yeah. And I was seeing that and I was like, okay, cool. Because like, I think a few times, like, Every time they got the, the defenders had the ball, they were looking for that long ball in behind, in between mm. Matip and Trent. And even though it wasn't coming to nothing, I wasn't I wasn't mad at it because I saw okay, there's a little plan there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And that's where you're probably gonna have more luck. So it made sense. But yeah, I think, yeah, because I think Robertson's um, recovery is way better than Trent's personally. Because there's yeah, a time where course. there was a close up where Trent was recovering and he was blowing down the left wing. I think it might have been. Uh, essay or someone, and I was like, Yeah, tr- Trent look, he's struggling to get back. He's not slow, but you know what, Trent's on, bro. You know what, Trent's on because he's so high. Yeah, it was ridiculous in terms of like him trying you to recover. Know, yeah, but you know what, Trent's on now. I think to be honest, I ain't mad at it, bro. Even though I'm gonna get these jokes in and say he's a stripper, facts are facts, isn't it? It is what it is. But <laughs> they get me the guys, the guys' talent, the guys' talent going forward is we, we can't we cannot replace him. Yeah, mm-hmm. So for me, I've I've had this game all, all day, but yeah, man, like what am I saying? The fucking yeah, Palace man. What do you think, um, Big Pat's trying to do over there, man? I mean, he's it's positive in terms of the going in the right direction, but I'm yet to see Elise and Eze both on the wings because, of course, I know he's managing Eze's return back to uh, full fitness because he's been out for a long time with a, with a horrible injury. But what kind of front three would you like to see? Because I weren't really rating Matete, bro. I'm not going to lie. There was some certain movements he was making where I was like, it's good. But like he just lacked that finish. And it's from a person that hasn't been playing 20 games already. That, that's how it felt to me. Well, that's a man that hasn't played 20 games straight and knows where the goal is. I think I think Olise, rightly so. I think he's, he, he secured his right wing spot. Crazy. Burn up Robertson on one he, of the moves as well. Yeah, bruv, he, bruv, I saw that last season. Like, he's, he's a player, bruv. he's a player, and I was a bit <laughs> sometimes that's why you got to be patient mm. and let the manager kind of cook. Because obviously, well, a lot of men you're probably looking at him, you think, yeah, gonna start man, and all of these things, but 
especially when you're coming from the championship and other leagues, you've got to be patient with him. And to Big Pat's credit, he's let he's he's been patient with him. You know what I mean? And he's fed him minutes here and there. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To the point now where he's playing nineties and he's affecting the game. Because I'm, I'm sure, maybe I'm sure, but it could have gone the other way where it's August and uh, Vieira's playing him straight away. And then the intensity, the quality in the league, Olise is not producing much numbers and that. And then maybe his confidence gets fucked. Mm. And then it's like, oh, we don't want to do certain things. And do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I agree. So you can go the other way. So sometimes you've got to give man, let the manager give players time and all of that, all of that stuff. On the left, you probably it's probably Zaha, isn't it? That's that's his position. Uh, you see right, for me, Saka, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, bro. You see for go me because you, 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 you have that whole. Yeah. You got Zaha left here. Yeah? Then that leaves Eze, um, Ayu, oh, Edward, Metete, yeah. Benteke. There's five men already that you're leaving out. Like I'm not saying Zaha doesn't deserve a start. He is, you know, Palace through and through, and he he does make things happen. Ugh, I, do you play him as a wide man and play? I'm I'm a big fan of Edward. I mean, he's got great movement. He's got good feet. Yeah, he knows I, where the goal is. So yeah, see, you, you want to talk about man? Yeah, see. So I would play <laughs> clearly him personally in the middle. <laughs> Zaha on the left, and then Eze would be that super sub where things you know are a little bit stretched. I can't lie. I'd even play Eze in the ten. Or like you know, yeah, one of the two eights. This is what I was gonna say. Where you saw shot play today is mm. where you play Eze. Yeah, personally for me, because you got Zaha coming in for. Hold on, hold on. How did they play today? Bro? They played um Edward left. They played Matete through the middle. At least okay, right. yeah, yeah, cool, cool, yeah. So it makes sense, yeah. So you play, you play shot. You play Eze. You play Eze for shot. Yeah, Alisa on the right. The strikers. Bro, they're, probably, they're all the same guy. This is Spider-Man, bro. They're all the same guy. And you're Don Edward Dean there, bro. Edward, uh, Edward, uh, Edward, <laughs> Edward Beteke and the Kepa brothers. They're all the same guy, bro. Three Spider-Mans pointing at each other. Bro. And then you got Zaha on the left. Personally, that's how I, that's how I feel that thing. But uh, it's Palace, bro. Because so so then now you're doing what? Eze, Conor Gallagher, and... Another midfielder. Um, was it Hughes? No, Hughes. See, I yeah, bro, you can't really play that midfield in this league, bro. You don't rate Hughes in there, just cleaning up and moving the ball. I think he's. You might not. It, he's like a. He's not Jorginho, but like you know what Jorginho does, he does that. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but bro, this is Palace, bro. So Crystal Palace wants like, bro, Crystal Palace midfield mm. of Eze. I'm someone, I'm all about the hooping. I'm all about the technician. So mm. I ain't got no problem with it. But realistically, as a man said, this is a Barclays, bro. Put it this way. That midfield against Lippin, Aston Villa's midfield. But John McGinn is eating them up. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. Eating them up. Do you know what I'm saying? And what I'm saying is Palace, like, I wouldn't say are they that good, but it's like, this is the Barclays, man. You can't, mm. Not every man can do the two eighteen. <laughs> you get me? Mm-hmm. Basically, is my point, bro. Not every team can do the two eighteen, bro. I agree. You need you need that probably. You need that honest English, not English brother, but you need that honest midfielder in there that's just gonna run around and get you the ball back some certain time. You see that? You see McTominay's game, bro. Yeah. You see that? You see the lower levels. 
You need a guy like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? In the midfield. When it back, give is, it. Yeah, exactly, bro. Because if we're just playing the technicians in there, you've got to get the ball first. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> So in that is what I'm saying. In that midfield, who's getting the ball back? I don't know. Well, I mean, I, again, what I saw in the game, especially the first half, Gallagher was doing a lot of miles left and right. I mean, he wasn't, it didn't have the most effective game today, but mm. he, he he did play a part, you know, in um, winning the ball back. And I think Schlopp had a decent game in terms of like winning the ball and game. playing forwards. That was a pass for the, for the yeah, ball. great that was pass, a big boy pass. Van Dyke, you know, know where man was. He should have been looking in man's eyes. Man, <laughs> man see, did man see that interview? Yeah. <laughs> man talk about he looks at he looks in a man's eyes and that fucking fire pun that love <laughs> you looking in man's eyes, man. Water, man. Look at flower, boy. Uh, anyway, bro. Yeah, man. man should, bro, he didn't know where he didn't know where Maketa was. He needs to listen. I don't know if it's that injury, but he needs to blow. You know, you got you see when you're see when the R two and L two is just stiff. Mm. And you got a blow in it mm. to get unspub and get the dirt out. Bro. He needs to do that to his pad fam because he is just he's he's in love with his jockey thing, bro. Yeah, yeah, facts. He's in, he needs oh, he needs to cut out. I don't know if it's the ACL or whatever, but yeah, bro. Come on, man. Engaging a man, bro. Not every day backing off. Bro. Well, we he'll be really put to the sword in the in the CL, I think, because you know they um as the pro as they progress, if they do progress, they'll be playing better yeah, teams, better and, and team, you can't be doing that same high line vibe slash. If you think about playing Madrid, the form that they're in right now, yeah, Vinicius boy, and and they win so, uh, I think they clawed it back to two two. I'm not sure if they won in the end, oh, but um, but yeah, just things like that, playing a high line against certain players like that, even Mbappe to a certain extent as well, they just exploit gaps. Um, in terms of running off the shoulder of you know Trent and things like that, so it'll be interesting to see how they kind of evolve their game when Mane Salah's Salah's back. Um, still going to say the same thing: they need improvements in the midfield, but that probably won't come till the summer, where certain people have to go for them to bring in. It's weird, but yeah, got a goal today. Yeah, man, it was nice for him to get on the score sheet because I know he's been struggling with trying to get into the team and mm. cementing a regular spot. I think we discussed this a while back. A yeah. Night, yeah, that's the issue. And secondly, like, where is his best position? Because yeah. at Arsenal, it was, what, centre mid slash number eight or something like that? Or 10? Yes. I don't even know what it was. But Bro, That's the thing. They played him so much position, you know? And he thrived playing wide right, didn't he, at one stage? But then Man was saying that he wanted to be centre mid-ish, didn't it? Mm. That's what he liked. I think he likes being central. He likes it. I don't know if it's his best position. But when everyone's like Walker, fit, does he start? Like Walker tries to say he likes to be a striker. Like, if you don't get back out in the wing, bro, I'm talking about striker. Bro. That's the thing for me. When everyone's fit, does he start in the middle? Fabinho, Henderson. At this point, at this point, he's on your squad option. Yeah. At this point. And personally, you probably got to be happy with that. But it's even like, sometimes your game gets to a certain level whether it's you, you've regressed or whatever, but you find yourself in a good situation. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? So you're winning things and bro, just be that squad option, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, some people would argue that, you know, in terms of like, they say real footballers want to play, but course, if he, bro, if bro, he leaves, thing. like, bro, then you could argue, man, oh, I'm not winning titles anymore. Because like, bro, 
He's been there for what? Is his second, third season now? Third season. No, bro, he's been there. Bro, he was his first season was um was it when they won the Champions League? Potentially, actually, because I, I, I think I remember in my head I was thinking he won something straight away when he got there. No, he went there like 2017, but I'm sure. Yeah, so he's been there for like four or five seasons then. Like, mm. and in terms of you've won, a, you've won everything. You've won a Premier League title, Champions League, FA Cup. I don't think they've won yet. No, no, just, just champs and Premier, but, that's it. But like, as a person that he is now, what is he like, 29, probably 30? This is, this is what I was just going to say. See if he was 22, 23. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Do your thing, get your move. But brother, whatever wages he's on now, I don't know what it is. I don't, they don't pay massive over there. Nah. FF, FFG, FSG thing. But brother, you're not going nowhere and getting 100k a week. Mm. Big facts. Big facts. Because man, I'm looking at... Brother, He's close to getting that clause in the in the contract. You know that um them clauses that that are you know them injury prone brothers and it's like yeah, you've yeah. got to get on the pitch 20, 20 times a week before you even get any money. Mm. Twenty times a week, twenty times a season to get any money. Do you know what I'm saying? So he's close on to one of them contracts. So pay, pay as you earn. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's pay it. That's earn. exactly what it is. Pay as you earn. He's close to one of them contracts. So you gotta be careful. Yeah, <laughs> he's one of he's one of them. He's he's, he's on that watch now. So. He needs to be humble, do the do the squad player thing, and then obviously because that's the thing, he's gonna be a squad player. A man's gonna get injured. You're probably gonna get about, or a man's gonna get suspended. You're gonna get your your five games here or there. Mm. Oh, bang it out! Oh, you'll probably get, you know what I'm saying? You'll get still recognition. You'll be like a little cult hero. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Little G Sun Park or. Darren Flecky, or do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust. And then something. It's just about, yeah, play your role in it. Play your role. Play your role, bro. Sometimes they, they need a people, they need people like Ox. So just play. Yeah, your you role. get me, bro. Because that Nabi K, brother, I don't know what he's on. You know what I'm saying? So you need <laughs> uh, a couple men that's going to come in, the man's injured, man's like, ah, cool, yeah, Ox is your, your time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like today. But I don't know, man. That's for him. I don't know when his contract runs out. Shit, man. Yeah, man, he's to just, he's humble. Not even humble himself, not mad. Nah, play your role, as we say. But I mean, it's interesting in terms of like the, the chance, amount of chances Palace had, like decent chances. Uh, you had the, 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 the Gallagher header, you had the, the Edward Bakio, like mm. as I said, Elise was bright on the on the I wide areas. Alison rightly saw mm. one of them. So I was looking, yeah. I was watching the game, a few games, yeah. Not in a few games, a lot of times, like these commentators, yeah. Gary Neville's done it bare times. Like the BT Sport ones are the fucking worst, bro, yeah. Where a team's not good or whatever, but because they've won, you've given it to the goal scorer or something, or you've mm. given it to the, to the best player on the team. It's some bullshit. I hate that shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, oh, who's Carragher going to give fucking man of the match? Probably going to give it to um, Fabinho or, or Sutton. You know what I'm saying? Or, One of those players, yeah. yeah. Yeah, bro. and I was thinking, bro, Allison's been there because if it weren't for him, bro, they would have, it would have definitely been a draw. Yeah, definitely. yeah, I agree. And potentially an L. He was man of the match, bro. He was, he was good. He was good. No, he had a really good performance, made some sharp stops um, yeah. when needed. Uh, it was interesting as well in terms of the penalty that they, they got given to, to kind of kill the game off, to make yeah, it 3 1. Like, we've, we've talked about a, a, a GBS penalty in a, in a different type of game. Um, in terms I of. I weren't penalty, your decision. Um, no, nah, previous previous talks, I mean, previous talks, oh. but like just like dubious in terms of like 
VAR again playing their part in terms of could the referee not just take his first decision? The referee, of course. Yeah, like he went to he went to the screen and then he still it's weird. Like he said no first time round, then he went to the screen and then gave it. It's so strange. I see a I see a tweet. Yeah, I Mm. can't remember when it was, but it was obviously after um, Liverpool game. Mm. It was um, I retweeted it some guy just saying this is why um, this is why I ref don't go World Cup. Bro, this is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not the best refs in the world, or they're not good quality. Like, they're pussies, they're shit. Because mm. once again, as I, I said it before, like VAR and that, see me, I got no issue with them sending them to the fucking monitor. Yeah. But I'm getting a little issue with it now because even the commentators are like, ah, oh, oh, when they send them to the, to the monitor, you know what that means. Real and truly, for me, you shouldn't know what that means, bro. <laughs> when, you got, when you get sent to the monitor, that's you to look at it again. Yeah. And you either stick with your decision and it's like, or it's like, oh shit. Yeah, I didn't even see that. All right, cool. Change the decision. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But all the time they get sent there, these commentators know, and even the fans know, they're like, because like, yeah, they know the referee, the referee is changing, changing the decision. To me, there's no way my man should have went there and changed the decision. It weren't a pen like that. Because nah. if a keeper's come out for the shot now, What's he meant to do now? Move away straight away. Exactly. He's right next to him, bro. Exactly. And I think I saw a still graphic where it looked like he even fouled the keeper. This is what I'm saying, bro. But because of because VAR's a man, however far away, this is Stockley Parking, that's Brentford. Mm. But yeah, either way, yeah, fucking a man behind a computer now saying to you, oh, nah, take another look at that. Or whatever they're saying, innit? Man don't know. But then you're right there now. You made your decision, and then you're saying, "No, my man's right." Mm. Oh, it's some pussy shit, man. Man, for fucking either stick with your decision, or obviously be objective and be open. Be like, oh yeah, right, I'm going wrong, still stuck. But, but it's a case where it weren't blatant. So even if man thought it was a penalty, it wasn't blatant. Where it was like it's a blatant mistake. Mm. Now, of course, it's a pen. Look what he's done. If the referee gave it, it's like, all right, cool. Like, first time, it's like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? But if he said no, leave it at that, bro. And I feel that's where the, the, the issue is. If a referee's made a, a decision on the pitch, people are going to say, oh, he's, 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 it's an obvious error. I don't think that was an obvious error. So that's, that's the thing. Why has he about. gone to the screen and then said, boom? It's an it's an actually a pen. This is what I I'm don't saying. know, man. As, a, as man said before, certain times a referee will miss something and not see it because they're on the pitch. Yeah, they go in that pace and all these things. So certain times they'll make blatant errors. That's why VAR's meant to come in and be like, "Big man, you missed this. Go look mm. at this." Or you know what I'm saying? But for that thing, it's like, yeah, there was contact. The referee saw it and he said, "No, nah, it's not a penalty." So for my man to tell him to go look at it and he's like, "Oh no, you're right. That's some pussy shit, man." Mm. What's his name? Paul Tierney. Look up in this country getting yeah. get man so mad, bro. So mad. Bro. You've been saying you've been saying that for the longest, to be fair. You've been saying that for long. They're so bad because they're shit, man. Trust me. You've been saying that. Fucking dead. That's why I didn't even try to get mad at certain decisions anymore, bro. It's just like mm. fuck, you know, like you are just gonna cock it up anyway. Bro. In in terms of um the last points then on where Palace. You think they're comfortable? They're not going down. Yeah, yeah. Moving yeah. credit to Big Pat, but 
Yeah, he, he, he's doing the he's doing his thing though. So like, I don't think they've. I think a lot of people still probably say they're better than they were under Hudson. Mm. I don't think league league table wise they're not. Nah. But I don't even mean position wise. I mean like talking like where you expect them to finish. But on the pitch, they look they there's a better um, product on the pitch. Yeah, he, even um, he agreed. He he was on the show. I think transfer show couple of weeks back and I was watching it and he was saying yeah like he's you know he's happy with the work that you know, they're doing mm. down there. And, um it was interesting to hear. Yeah. He was doing it with Clinton Morrison and that and they were talking about you know mm. yeah. Yeah, because I don't think like they were coming the same on average they're like coming like sixteenth on, on the Hudson and like Pat's gone there and they're like coming they're looking like night or nothing, something like that. Mm. It's probably round about the same a bit maybe a little bit higher but on the pitch. Definitely, like a lot of men are probably, well, probably you, me, probably Sean as well. Like we don't mind watching Palace now. Yeah, you're gonna get a bit of entertainment. You get me. Mm-hmm. Before is like money trying to fucking Palace, but we know what it is. Four four two, direct. You know what I'm saying. 100%. But now it's like a little bit of entertainment and all that shit. So yeah, man, call it the big rounder themselves. Mm. What about um Liverpool then? Uh, do you think they've got second in the bag or it's still going to be tight between Chelsea and can even Manchester United get into second with 10 points? Uh, stop that shit, man. Man said at the beginning of the... Don't mention that Manchester club, bro. <laughs> uh, don't mention that Manchester club. Bro. But um, Chelsea, probably not. Bro, they just... Liverpool are good in it, but they're just giving themselves a bit too much work because City's not no average City, bro. Like you can't just be nine, 12 points behind City or whatever they were because City drew in it. But, mm. And just think, oh, yeah, we can make it up. Where are they losing? Where are they dropping points from? Mm. Like for me, even yesterday, I wouldn't say it's a complacency thing, but like Pep kind of said it in his thing yesterday. It's like, do you not talk about it's, it's one already? Yeah, it's not one, but they can afford to kind of drop a couple of games. Mm. Like they're not gonna go. Things we've seen it before. Like they go on these crazy runs, but they they will come to an end somehow, isn't it? <laughs> so they can draw or lose yesterday. Obviously they drew, but then they can go on that little nine, eight, seven game winning run. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't even have to be as big as, as much as they've done before. Mm-hmm. But you can bank. You can bet that they'll at least go five games on five dubs in a row at least. Do you know what I'm saying? Or maybe throw a little draw in there. Or even they can throw, but they can they can afford to do those things, you know. Win five out of win five out of five, lose one. Mm. They're still they're still on track to do you know what I'm saying? Because the other teams have to do win five to gain any points on them. So yeah, then can't how Liverpool how Liverpool play today out of five games, I don't see them uh, making any points up against City, bro. Because they look, they're they're in love with this high line team. They're gonna drop points. Bro. They're gonna concede goals. Bro. Van Dijk just want to look in man's eye and jockey. They're gonna lose points. Bro. You feel me? <laughs> so, <laughs> bro, listen. Anyway, yeah, bro. So, I don't see Liverpool making out the points on C. Personally, mm. if they do, it'll be a big upset. Bro. But I don't see it happening. Nah, it's going to be, um, again, interesting. We talk about who's going to be where. Let's talk about top four then. Um, 
it's it's clearly a mini table going on there, isn't it? And um, that includes Manchester United, West Ham, Arsenal, Tottenham, and could we even throw Wolves in there? We've got a question, of course, from you know uh, our good honourable friend Sean, but um, we'll talk about his question in a minute. But those teams I've mentioned, apart from Wolves, West Ham lost to Manchester United yesterday. Arsenal drop points today. Tottenham drop points today. <sighs> Who's in the driving seat, bro? Well, you know that obviously you spoke off air, and I, I told you I couldn't talk for match of the day, so I didn't even catch the um the table. Mm. I think today, like while watching the games and that, they showed the table. I was like, "Bro, we're fourth. Like, mm. How are we fourth? Like, I know that shit." So I was even surprised that we were fourth. I still expect us to be fifth or sixth, but somehow like we're fourth. So. But obviously Tottenham got a few games in hand, so they're the new uh, games in hand FC. But I don't think anyone wants it though. They're just all shit. I don't think we're that good. Mm. That's that's the reality. West Ham, they're obviously probably the weakest out of everyone, but that's just because obviously they're West Ham, so you don't expect them to be like full on favourites. But we're talking like the big boys out of them, just about Tottenham. Um, Arsenal and United, we just they're not good teams, though. Don't think they're that good, mm. to be honest. So it's probably gonna go up to the end of the season, bro. Like at least to like April, March, bro. I mean April, May. My thing, yeah. my my thing is on that is Manchester United still have the strongest squad out of those teams I've mentioned. Doesn't matter, bro. They're not good. And the, the 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 fact that West Ham obviously lost to Manchester United and they haven't been able man, to push on. Arsenal drop points. Man, I still Tottenham drop points. Midfield, what's, what's talking I understand hear what you're saying, but I think just squad wise, talent wise. What does, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean on the pitch? I hear you. Man saw, man saw Real Madrid twenty years ago. Have Ronaldo for have R nine Zidane Figo. Roberto Carlos, all them man, and they never won no league fan. I hear you I'm fully. About. I'm you just thinking of, of the you whole. You've got to make the product work on the pitch. Man. I'm thinking of the whole, because everyone's inability to actually go on a little streak at the moment, it still left the door wide open for Manchester United to capitalize. That's what, that's what I'm thinking in, in terms of they have two oh. games in hand. Obviously, Arsenal, Arsenal got two, three games in hand. Tottenham got four, but it's all about points on the board. Exactly. And what, from what, yours, what you said, the top Manchester four, United should, have 38. We, no, we should have top four wrapped up early. Bro, before they talk about talent and all that. But we're mm. not. We don't. And why is that, bro? Because these men are not that good. Bro. Whatever you want, whatever, whatever way you want to wrap it up and all that. Obviously, man said it before, you're a United fan and you have hope. I'm a United fan and I look at what I'm seeing from. And I'm seeing these men are not that good, bro. Mm. That is it. That is it, bro. Man, so no, so let, no top four for United. Man, let a third. No, we have we have the potential, but what I'm saying is, we're not that good. Where it's like we are gonna stamp it, like by by next month. Is what mm. I'm saying. What I'm saying is, it's gonna be tight. We're gonna lose games. Like we tried to talk about teams going on a run. I'm saying, bro, none of these teams are good enough to go on no run. They're gonna lose. They're gonna play. We're gonna play shit. Arsenal top. Arsenal, Tottenham, United, yeah. West Ham, as I say, they're they're the outsiders, isn't it? So I don't really want to count them. If they if they make it, they make they've made it as they made it on one of the other teams not being that good, isn't it? 
But if man's looking at it like United, bro, I don't trust them with nothing. Arsenal the same and Tottenham the same, bro. So I can't look at them teams and say, right, yeah, they're going to go on a seven-game unbeaten run. They, they can, but I don't believe until I see it, bro. You feel hey, me? Yeah, hey. They man ain't that good, bro. They're not good enough for that shit. So Tottenham's if- defence is shaky. Arsenal, they're up and down, bro. Mm. None of their sentiments want to play football. They just want to get red card and everything there. Fucking man, come off the plane and get a red card straight away. What a fuck. <laughs> I can't like I can't like pet a set him up for that. But anyway, yeah. And then United are just it's fucking United, isn't it? Just fucking <laughs> embarrassment every week in front of my friends, bro. That's what they do, bro. <laughs> mad. So yeah, bro. I don't trust none of them. Bro. I don't trust none of them. All right, so our good friend Sean got a, got a question that he sent over to us. Um, so with the results going the way they did this weekend, are we counting Wolves as a serious top four threat in this race? What do you, what do you think? Um, the reason why I say yes, because they don't concede too many goals and they don't score too many goals. So they're keeping games very tight at the current moment. So if they're going to beat teams, they'll nick a 1-0 or it'll be a 2-1 as you saw on the weekend, like those kind of games where if they can beat everyone else below them and nick points off the big boys, mm. they could nick a conference league spot slash Europa because um, they're going about their business, you know, quite, quite subtly. But the issue is the goal scored. They have only scored 19 and you, you need to win by scoring goals. So I don't know. I that's going to be an interesting one. I think they can... That seven, four, eight spot they can look at still. I don't think the six, six maybe, six maybe. I don't think any higher than that is realistic. Mm. Person, I do hear what you're saying, but I feel like in certain games they may need that little stardust, and I don't know if they have it. Mm. And I don't mean stardust in like they need a need a match winner. But as you said, they don't score enough goals. So certain times, yeah, they might be in it, but you ain't going to win it. And then mm. the other team will win it, if that makes sense. So, I mean, if, I don't know. Gone I on a, it gone might on be a bit difficult. But you know what I'm saying, though? They need to they need to drop that asking price and let them take Ruben Neves, man. Mm. So get, it's a fucking joke now, bro. Like, he, he's been hooping recently still. Yeah, I mean that's that's the main driver to their success recently in terms of him and Montino. I know Montino's rolling back the years, but yeah, um, he, he him and Montino are mashing works in the midfield, and obviously they've got Dendonka next to him because they played a different guy yesterday at the back. I think he they just signed him. His name was a uh, Tito Black Gomez. Cute, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's um, yeah. just signed, but he looked like you know he, he just came over another Portugal export. Um, it looks like he came from uh, end of a loan, so he came on a free. Oh, interesting. He was, was at thinking, he was at grasshoppers on on a loan, and they picked, yeah, picked him up. I was thinking, what 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 blackie they got through the back door this time, bro? Like, Who's this guy, bro? They were they were now for, for them. Where's Willie Bolly and them, man? Where's he, man? Uh, I think he he, he was Willie Bolly. I think's injured. Okay. Yeah, he's injured. He's injured. I'm saying that's the only other blackie I know. I always <laughs> other than Adama and that. Oh, the next young, blackie, I think he's a young boy. They got a guy called Chiquinho, Chiquinho on the bench. Uh, he's 21 oh. Portuguese. Fucking hell, bro. What's going on over there? Is it just, it's just, bro, what's his name? Mendes is just, he's just sucking all, he's just getting all of his 
Films are contract, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Fuck and then you know, bro. Bro, I miss Mr. I'm leaving with Sutton, bro. That's him, bro. He's leaving with Sutton, bro. Fucking hell. Bro. He's, he, he's eating off a bear, man. You would have thought Ronaldo was enough, innit? Facts. Nah, because he's out here, bro. Fair enough. Fair mm. enough. I ain't mad at it. I mean, yeah, as I keep going back to, uh, they need to secure another forward. They're relying a lot on Raul Jimenez. And he's, he's, he's out at the moment again. I think he might be back for the FA Cup game in, in the, the two weeks because they're doing this staggered winter break, I think it is. I think, international, um, I think international break is up, I think. And uh, they're doing this international break. Plus, I think it's like a winter break they've put in as well because for some teams, they're not playing until the first week in February. Yeah, because we're not playing this week. Mm. So I think there's a couple teams maybe playing their game in hands plus, you know, um, international break. So I know I keep repeating myself. I need to double check. International, international break is like March. Not now, I no? I think it's winter break. Just winter break randomly. Just I think so. Maybe a few teams playing on and a few teams playing off kind of thing. As you said, I mean, think, as you said the game's in hand too. Mm. Because it did say a few people are playing next week. Because um, when you check on your fantasy football, there's a couple of players that have got that haven't got a fixture next to their name. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, who who kind of gets their little steady footing. Because I I don't think because if I'm correct, it's only fifth and sixth that get Europa right, and then seventh gets the conference due to you know mm. how many people have got Champions League spots. So I know it's wishful thinking, but. Do you see Chelsea taking second spot as a Liverpool? No, they shouldn't. If they have, then Liverpool's fallen off. Mm. Brother, Chelsea are not that... I don't know. I'm not really that impressed with Chelsea personally, but their midfield is good. Mm. And, their defensive, and their defensive record is good. But I don't think their attack is, is kicking like that. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. So I don't so I don't think that they they can once again it's the same thing with Liverpool and City. I don't think that they can make up ground on Liverpool. Mm. If they do, then then Liverpool's fallen off. Like if Liverpool drew today, that it's gonna be certain games like that for Chelsea to fucking make up make up uh, make the gap up. Because mm. a lot of people forget like when you look oh yeah, we're behind by certain amount of points, it's like yeah, you gotta make to make those points up, the team has to drop points to you. Of you know course. And I don't yeah, that dropping points and then making it up, I don't see that happening still. Because I see when Liverpool drop points, Chelsea will drop points. Obviously not in the same week, but you know what I'm saying? Like, There'll be a time when they do, yeah. Exactly. So. Mm. And obviously Southampton getting a point off City has no effect on where City are at the moment. If that was maybe if City were six points ahead, that would probably be, oh, is the tire mm. race open again? But we've still got a nine-point gap. Yeah. Liverpool got one game in hand, City got an extra game. So, as you said, they ha- that requires City to maybe lose two or three in a row. And that's not really in City's vocabulary. As I was saying, I don't, I don't see Liverpool going unbeaten. City could do it, but I don't see it, obviously, just nature of football. So, it's like, mm. as I said before, like, where Liverpool, where City made points, Liverpool would do the same. Mm. But then City have that ability to not drop points, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense, definitely. Yeah. When they do that, when he does his rotation, people always talk about that him being, you know, yeah, rotation. You know, like, obviously, if that man try to go, like, obviously, flipping City, like, the thing is, obviously, now one game a week for the most part, yeah, 
we got when we got Champions League, that's when it, you know what I'm saying? Because that's when you really got to look at your squad. But then mm. City got that. City squad is probably the deepest. And yeah, definitely in all areas. It might, like they would, yeah. it might take a toll on Liverpool still. I agree. I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't say you got something in it. Because I'm looking at Liverpool now and I'm saying, yeah, they got a rotate if they get front Champions League. So I think they got them and Bayern got the best record, isn't it? They were mm. all six. So I'm looking at it like, mm, yeah. And what's the name on all six as well in that Ajax group? Is it Ajax that won all of it? Uh, yeah. Obviously, yeah, you don't Ajax count them group. like that, but Ajax went on a smoke. No, no, team. yeah, they added up that they, one. Not, no, yeah, yeah. But it's like if they got a real take now, they were like, oh no, I lied. Sorry to cut you. They they lost to yeah. Leipzig, no? Who? City. Did they lose to Leipzig? No, no, I'm talking Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool. So I'm thinking City. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Liverpool. Yeah, they yeah. want all the they want all the team. Mm. Man's looking at you, then you gotta rely if they gotta rotate, then you might they might have to play Minamino, Origi. Yeah, yeah. Oxford, like do you know what I'm saying? So they they probably will drop points. That's what I'm saying. So maybe Chelsea might make a little gap there. Yeah. We don't know, innit? We'll look at when it, when it comes to March, April, we'll see how it is though. You feel mm. me? I agree. Yeah, Things yeah. are hotting up, man. I mean, we, yeah, we keep we fact. keep we keep having to to pick apart certain referee decisions, pick apart certain choices of teams. But <laughs> this is why they get paid the big bucks, man. And this is why we keep talking about them because uh, there's some shocking decisions that have been made over the last few weeks. Not just from referees, but personnel, players, even. Just my man Rom, big Rom, still banging stepovers, but can't beat players. It's crazy, man. I don't want to talk about that. Though. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't want to mention it. Though. It's crazy. He he had a lot of man food in it. He had a <laughs> lot of man food in Italy, bro. When he was Razdolin, man, he had a lot of man food. But I watched that man for, what was it, two seasons at United. Bro. I know what his game's about. You know what I'm saying? I know what it's about. Bro. He can do all of that in, in, in Italy. Bro. It's not, not here, bro. His big, game, his big old big game record is a bit mad as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. I spoke bro. about that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the proof's in the pudding, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. We we hope that something comes of it, but you know, most people I think they've kind of said, you know what, I've ran out of patience with this guy. Let's get another one in because you know Werner's not producing either. There's no fifty yards of space to run into like in Bundesliga because everyone's playing a high line, so it's different gravy. It'll be interesting. Anything else to add, bro? Before we we lock this one off for another week. Ah, so nothing about your boy Rashford. Nothing, nothing, nothing about your boy Rashford, though. (laughs) Yeah. You say you think he's my boy like that? Not your boy like that, but you know, you, you you know. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was was gonna say a little something, you know, Sir Rashford, because I, I kind of go and do. You say your thing. I fuck with Rashford. Don't get twisted. But a lot of man said he's too busy feeding the kids and not focusing on his game. But I I, I ain't one of those guys that I like. I don't like that. I don't like that narrative though. I hate that marriage, man. Man, man make out that football takes up 100% of your life. Bro. It's like, mm. You know what? Man can't do something other than play football on the weekend for 90 minutes. Bro. Big facts. Like, man make out like you need to live and breathe it. Like, fuck, you know, like, I don't think you should do the Ben White thing where it's like you don't watch football. Like, that's that's sus to me. But mm. you can do other things. Like, you don't have, you know what I'm saying? Like, for me, it's a good cause. Like, man's doing something like, what would you rather man do that? Like, would you rather him to go out every week and rave? Sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's 
man would have enough, enough shit to say then. People are just not happy in it. That's what it is, brother. I feel them business in it. Mm. But, you know, Rash obviously came up with a goal. Mm. Two in a week. Good. Good I feel like him. he needed the rest. And we said it before. Like, it, it happened a lot under Oli. But when men come back from injury and all that, that man just shoved right back in there, innit? Mm. I feel like he needed a break. Like, I don't know how many games he was on the bench for. But, but this is what it is, man. When you've got football teams or whatever, big squads, you don't even look at it as being dropped. It's rotation. Do you understand? Mm. So even sometimes you have a bit of bad form. Sometimes, obviously, yeah, it is a drop. you are dropped. But sometimes you need to be on the bench for 60 minutes or a night. Do you know what I'm saying? But just sometimes come off the bench and because all of these things I'm looking at, like we scored on that. Hopefully, it will give him a bit of confidence because obviously you can tell he was lacking it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Nothing yeah, was coming yeah. off him and all that shit. But sometimes, boom, you need to come off the bench, influence the game, and realize, wow, I still got it. Still, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, Just mm-hmm. have a little bit more confidence, and then you can do what you're doing in that. I don't get me wrong; I'm still on, not onto him. I'm still, like, I still need performances because goals ain't. Goals ain't enough for me, but as I say, confidence and hopefully gets a bit more gets a bit more better performances. Mm. Yeah, hopefully, a step in the right direction, as you said. That's it, bro. That's it. Well, you know, hopefully we're back next week. You know, we'll see. You know, uh, what happens in terms of yeah, if we got if we got blue top, blue top might be back. <laughs> 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 hey, he ain't dodging them allegations. He's not dodging them, bro. <laughs> we see you, bro. We see you. Mm, sending what you call it? Sending you light and healing energy. You know the way that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that kills me. That's you can say that. That kills me. Because you fucking fake ass. Yeah, I ain't gonna that. Not that last word, but it rounds a witch, isn't it? I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, shit. Bro, it's been good as always, man. Until next time. This is Football from the Bleachers. We out. Peace. Let me tell you things about my life. Let me tell you things about my life. No checking on phones, no new uploads before I hit the roads. The liquor room.